you ready now? Oh, goodness me. Sorry about that. You know what? What? You know what? what's probably happening? What? Mercury retrograde's oh, still on while we're recording. God, you're so woo-woo. By the time it comes out, mm. it'll be over. episode will be over. Thank God. God. Yeah. But we have oh. still got a filming to come on Friday. Mm. Anyway, that's courtesy to our friend Emma Fidgeton, <laughs> who is an astrologer. Follow her on Instagram. Yeah. She's amazing. Um, she does these weekly roundups. Anyway, have we started? Mm. Oh, sorry. Okay. Hi, hi, Claire. Hello, Lisa Sinclair. Claire Isaac. How are you? I'm good. Welcome to the podcast Thank that you. is playing Devil's Avocado. Mm. Um, I don't know, what are we? Episode 20? 20. 20. Mm. And um, in this episode, Claire, we're going to talk about things that make us guilty. Yep. Culture Club. Yep. Culture Club. Snack Attack is Back Attack. <laughs> ah, you like that? Yeah. Oh my God, there's a champagne crisis. Yeah. You're going to tell us more. Yeah. There's a big question. Big question. And there's reasons we dumped boyfriends in the past. <laughs> Sounds like an absolute winner. It's, it is. Doesn't it? Let's go. All right. So, guilty things, Claire. Yeah. This was a list by, is it Elizabeth Day? It is Elizabeth Day. She writes for the Mail on Sunday, I believe. Yeah. In, um, in Londinium, yes. and she did this 40 things she feels guilty about every day. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing terribly sort of revelationary in here, but I loved it anyway. Did you? I did too. I loved it so much. Yeah. Because so we all feel guilty about everything. Everything, all the time. And she was like, I feel guilty about recycling. You know, it's like all these little ways that you feel guilty all the time. She says things like, I haven't called my friend back. Yeah. I accidentally put bubble wrap in the recycling bin. Yeah. <laughs> it ruins the entire process. Yeah. My privilege. Yeah. My privilege. I got divorced. Yeah, I don't see my mother enough. I haven't watched, haven't read War and Peace. Yeah. I haven't read War and Peace either. No, not being grateful enough, not yeah. doing enough exercise, um, not being vegan. Yeah, not uh, keeping a diary. Yeah. What do you feel guilty about Look, on, a, I feel on a regular basis? For not being in touch with people that I should be. Yeah. Um, for complaining. Yes. Just generally, when I'm you, a whinger. Right. I feel guilty about um, being hateful. <laughs> <laughs> I feel guilt, guilty about, like, how I think about people sometimes and then I have to put yeah. myself into line a bit. Yeah. Just be a bit more, like, compassionate or understanding because yeah. otherwise I just want to stab them in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the way you looked at me then. No. Um, I feel guilty about... Things I eat sometimes, oh, you yes. know, like as in oh, like yes. that I'm not really thinking about the longevity of my body sometimes. Yes, feel guilty about not exercising, definitely. Mm. Um, I feel guilty, actually I don't, I was going to say I feel guilty about those times I spend like, I don't get out of bed till two in the afternoon because I'm reading a book or watching. Oh, I think that's self-care. I think that's self-care. Yeah. So I actually don't feel too, I feel guilty, you know what I do feel guilty about? That my house hasn't been hoovered probably in two and a half weeks, three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> it's... Feral. <laughs> but it's all right because no one's coming over because Sydney's about to go into lockdown oh, again. Oh my god. Here we go again. Oh yes, Couldn't and believe it. Tuesday we're recording this and yeah. we possibly are about to go into lockdown. I don't think again. we are. I don't think Gladys will put us in lockdown. I hope not. I love we know Gladys. she's too happy because she's getting poinked, isn't she? Like a lawyer. <laughs> so she's like she's not putting anyone into lockdown because then she can't be with him. True. And also I don't think she likes lockdowns. I think she thinks they're terrible for the economy. She doesn't seem to like them. No. So that's a good thing. It is. But you live in the eastern suburbs, so you might get locked down. Well, I might get a little lockdown. Yeah. I might get a little Westfield lockdown. Yeah, you've got a 
test, didn't you? I got a test on Sunday. Yeah. Didn't it as much as the last positive. Couple. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is that Leah and I both, my husband and I, were both in bed um, when when the results came in. They came in at like twelve thirty at night, and. Um, I said, oh, I got my results. And they said, yeah, I got mine. And then we both paused. Then we both went positive <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> so childish. Yeah, so funny. Uh, yeah. yeah, go on then. So COVID, it's just, I mean, it, we thought it was all calming down and now it's not. No. And meanwhile, yeah. ScoMo goes to Cornwall to see his family or to chase his family to do a where, who do you think you are? Who, well, I say, who the fuck do you think you are, ScoMo? He goes to G7, fair enough, I suppose, global economic blah, blah, yeah, sees the queen. but he's not one of the people. No. But, but uh, all right, I'm, I'll give him that. Yeah. But then going off down the road to, jolly. on his jolly to see his... Dead, grand, dead family. Dead family's graves and then goes to the pub. Yeah. You know, how dare he go to a Cornish pub when that's what I dream of, <laughs> going to an English pub at the moment? Well, anyone, anyone dreams of being it's able so to go anywhere. It's so insensitive. He just isn't got, he's lacking, he's like Brad Pitt. He has not got, <sighs> got his sensitive, insensitivity chip. Sensitivity chip. Yeah. But honestly, where's the optics on that? Why, and also, apparently, his... his team spent weeks planning yeah. this why did no one say to him you know what we've got people who can't go back to the uk to see their dying parents yeah. do you really think you should be going to visit your long dead relatives yeah. at this point or should you just be flying in to see the queen and then off you go again? yeah i mean i get that you know it's a once in a lifetime opportunity to get you at all expenses <laughs> paid trip and we'd all be doing it but in different circumstances yeah. we'd all be doing it yeah. like you know whenever you you know in the glory days of magazine publishing when you go to the the conference in the uk or whatever oh. and you'd have to well, speak for yourself <laughs> the one time i was going <laughs> i couldn't go in the end but um, you go business class. You go business class yeah. and you get put up in a hotel and you always could do a side trip somewhere yeah. you wanted to go. You know, it would be amazing. Fancy. I mean, I can see why he'd want to do it, but and really the read Prime the Minister. room. Read the room, ScoMo. You know, he is a Prime Minister. You were just a magazine editor who was on the blag. I feel like, like they're one and they're kind of the same thing. Thank <laughs> Are you. They? <laughs> Are they? But he couldn't write a cover line, though, could he? he couldn't save his life. No. Look, no. yeah, he's really, really got on my wick, to be honest. Yeah. And what and about you and vaccine? Vaccine debacle. Because so, I'm now fully vaxxed. Yeah. With the Pfizer. You're a vaccinator. Vaccinator. Yeah. <laughs> Superhero. Uh, yeah, You're I half just, done. I'm half done. I'm half baked. And I'm cranky. Yeah. Because I think we've said on the podcast before that, you know, I was I was in two minds about getting it and then I got it because I didn't want to be that person, right? Who didn't get the one I had to yes. get. Because I'm 52, I had to get the AstraZeneca. Yeah. And then, of course, the week after I got it, yeah. they said, oh, actually, whoop, people 50, between 50 and 60 don't have to get it. No. You can get the Pfizer one now. And I was Absolute like, dickheads. So every twinge, every headache, mm. every aching limb, mm. every dizziness, every nausea of the week before, I'd, you know, clocked up to about to keel over from a blood clot. Yeah. As every other woman of my age group had been feeling. Like yeah. everyone's been a bit stressed about it having had the first dose. Anyway. Anyway. I'm um, here. Yeah. And it's but it's just annoying. It is annoying. I'm so, annoyed on your behalf. Yeah, it's been a debacle, hasn't it? It has. And it's um the most annoying thing about it, is it Claire, is that it's affecting your birthday plans, isn't it? <laughs> it is. This is the crucial Crucially. Look, point. I think we can all agree. 
that the most important thing to happen next week will be my birthday. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm turning 53. It's a very weird feeling. We'll talk about that in a second. And you it can is, talk about it now if you well, like. Well, what I mean is it's annoying because we were going to go away. Yeah. And, of course, now because we might have a lockdown, I might not go away. Yeah, you don't want to book anything really, do you? We were going to go to Melbourne, but, again, mm. that's not going to happen. Second time, I'm not going to be able to go, probably. No. Anyway, but then I'm old, so maybe I'll just stay at home and just do stay some knitting. And do some crochet. Do some crochet. Do some crotcheting, Claire. Yeah, well, I'm crotchety. You are crotchety, so you <laughs> could do some crotcheting. Yeah, it's a weird feeling being 53, I tell you. Is it? It's mm. not far off 55, is it? No, that's the thing. Thank is you very the... much, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> do you care, though? I mean, why, why do you care? Well, just because it's creeping up on mm. me in a way that I wasn't expecting. And do you feel like we keep sort of leapfrogging years because, like, Another well, birthday. Last, well, last year didn't really count. No. And it's going to be this year doesn't really count. No. Either, and so looks... before you know it, you're going to be 54. Thanks, Lisa. No, but I don't mean it like that. I just <laughs> I just feel like we're, we're losing big chunks of yeah. time. And I guess we just kind of thought we don't have that much to lose. Mm. Whereas if you're 12, mm. well, no, anyone actually, anyone's age is going to be... It's but it's a big be... percentage of your life when you're 12, yeah, isn't it? Is, I, I, feel so, I actually feel sorry. Sorry, yeah. Sorry, yeah. For people who are 12. For the younger ones. Yeah. The young yeah. people, Claire. Oh, I just may as well go and just, you know, give up now. Just go to bed and put a duvet over your head. <laughs> um, not to kill yourself. Oh. <laughs> We need to hide from the world. Right, hide from the world. Yeah, yeah sorry. Gosh. I will do that. Maybe I'll go to a posh hotel and put a very expensive duvet over That sounds fun. Um, Hugh Grant's in a hotel, isn't he? Hugh, oh, Hugh Jackman. Jackman. Yeah, what's he doing there? So, um, I don't know about you, but I'm obsessed with people being in quarantine. Right. It's like my new entertainment. Yeah. Gosh, it sounds very boring. But no, it's fun because on. everyone posts... Because everyone is so bored, yeah. they post videos on Instagram and you just get sucked into... So what's Hugh Jackman doing? So Hugh Jackman has been <laughs> trying to catch Maltesers in his mouth for the last week. So Hugh is in a hotel in what, Sydney? He's in the same hotel that our friend Jonica was staying in. Right. Um, did she see him? No, but she tried to see him. Yeah. So a friend of ours who has a great, who we've spoken about before on yeah. this podcast, has a great um, Instagram account called The Wonder Twins, yeah. which are about her two little boys. Yeah. And um, her new boy. And her, her new, new son. So that she just came back from the UK with her new son and had yeah. to go into lockdown with three children yeah. under three, <laughs> under four or whatever. Four. Um, but anyway, he was in the same hotel. So she kept on finding out what he was eating for dinner and stuff like yeah. that. It was very funny. So I was watching her and then because of her, I was watching him. He was doing something less exciting than she was, which was literally trying to catch Maltesers in his mouth in a corner of a room. Was he with Deb or not? No, he was Where's by himself. Deb? Deb mustn't be there. New York. Yeah, maybe. And then um, today's exciting... Um, piece of the action was that he was trying to use his microwave and because mm. he probably has servants that do all mm. this food for him he doesn't know how to use a microwave Lisa. right so he was asking us as his public yeah. how to make it go up in more than 30 seconds 30 seconds at a time so he was literally standing there cooking things by pressing 30 seconds and when it was getting oh, to 29 doing it again and were people helping him or not some people were saying just yeah. keep pressing <laughs> but it's like really you're a he's my age 52 yeah. You know how you should know how to use a microwave. You should really, as a man. What about though? You're really showing yourself off as someone who doesn't work gosh, out in I the kitchen. I think Hugh is listening right now. Hugh, yeah. Hugh, Hugh, Hugh. Listen to Claire. <laughs> um, what uh, What is the world come to though, where it's completely normal to spend two weeks in a hotel room? Oh, I know. Um, it's completely madness. Yeah, completely madness. I've been watching so many people though, and like they do, they literally lose their minds. Mm. Marbles. But mm. that's just the way of the world now. Spend two weeks in a hotel room. Yeah. Oh, 
Like that woman who said she never knew, she didn't know how to wash her own hair. Oh, I missed ten- that one. Tennis player's <laughs> oh, girlfriend yes. who said I don't know how to wash my own hair. I've never right. done that. Oh, gosh. One thing Hugh could do in his mm. hotel room is eat snacks, Claire. <gasps> snack attack, snack attack, snack attack, snack attack. Snack attack's snack attack. back. Snack attack's back. For one week because you bought the most delicious things, didn't you? I did. You bought well, two delicious things. I did. Because yeah. I'm nothing if not the bearer of deliciousness snacks. Yes. Um, so I bought the new, what are they? I can't see what they're called in what terms are, of the actual oh, bag. They're Ritz. Ritz cracker bites. Yeah. I've got the baked. Cheese, f- cheddar, cheddar cheese, cheese flavour. They are really, really good. Yeah. So they they're are $4 the dollars in Coles in a long time. for a bag, big bag. Yeah. I didn't Not break the bag. <laughs> Um, really cheesy, really delicious. So cheesy. I don't know what you do with them, really. Like just what we did them, with them. What we did is just the, eat shove them. them into your gob. Eat them with a bottle of champagne. Yeah, Aldi champagne. Yeah. And why did you bring that? Because there's some terrible news. Yes, the world is in a terrible state. It is. I can't, as if I it wasn't bad enough. <laughs> as if things weren't bad enough. Yeah. Tell us. I don't know if I can bring myself to do it. Go on. There's a champagne shortage in the world. Now, why is that? I don't know. Is it something to do with COVID? I think in maybe in Australia. Mm. I'm not. I haven't followed it up enough. All right, but you've done so, those research, is what you're saying. However, somebody I work with said to me, apparently there's a champagne shortage coming in Sydney. Mm. We're moving house. I'm going to buy a bottle of champagne and sh- and put it somewhere safe, so that when we move house, we have it to open on yeah. that night. And my brain went. <laughs> Champagne panic, shortage. Panic, panic, panic. So I ran to Aldi. I mean, I mean forget toilet roll. <laughs> this is the real. I was stocking out. I was pushing old ladies out of the way. So I bought six bottles. Did you of, really? Yes, That's because it's twenty dollars a bottle, so it's yeah. not expensive. Yeah, why not? I'm not judging. Twenty-two dollars. Yeah, I'm not judging. <laughs> so I went and bought some. Anyway, I said to Lee, I sent my husband a text and I said. Apparently there's going to be a champagne shortage, so I've just gone out and bought some. And mm. he went, that is possibly the wankiest thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> and I said, oh, no, I think there's far wankier things than that. Anyway, so then I was thinking, oh, maybe I was wrong, but it doesn't matter, we've got the champagne now. But then I saw on Anthony Calais's Instagram that he too had purchased mm. a few bottles of champagne, mm. probably a bit nicer than, or well, a bit posher than the Aldi champagne, because there's a champagne shortage. So I think everyone right. just needs to panic. we better go. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go right now. Yeah, go. Can I leave you? Yeah, I'll leave you I'll, ca- I'll finish up. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a bit like during the height of COVID, our friend in LA, let's call her Carly, mm-hmm. who's a celebrity journalist, mm-hmm. um, she said she knew it was bad when all the bottle shops in Beverly Hills sold out of Verb. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. there you go. Yeah, she knew there was a problem. Got to be careful. Yeah, so, And do. also, don't go to my Aldi and buy up because I'm going to go back there tomorrow. Right. I'm not really. I'm if you me. see Claire, she's going <laughs> to elbow you. Yeah, be careful. <laughs> All right, well, let's do some Culture Club. Culture Club. Culture Club. Now, first on the list, mm. I started reading it, mm-hmm. Malibu Burning, mm. Taylor Jenkins Reid. Mm-hmm. We love her, don't we? We do love her. I've read it. I've finished Read the whole it. thing? Yeah. I'm up to about chapter three. Mm, okay, well, I don't want to give you any spoilers. Daisy Jones and the Six author. Mm-hmm. And She's good. And the, the wives of Evelyn Hugo. Hugo which I love. Yeah. So this is very trashy. Very Jackie Collins-y. Oh, uh, no, it is. Is it trashy? Yeah. I suppose it is quite Jackie Collins now you mention it, but in a good way. Yeah. yeah. It's about a family of a rock star... Um, in the 60s, who um, it's about his children yes. and sort of what happens to them in their adult life. 
And they're um, all surfers. I'm trying not to give too much away. No, don't, because I'm only yeah. up to chapter three. Um, and just sort of living in Malibu, obviously. Yes, which is fun. I like and the location. So they're kind of dealing with being sort of semi-famous. Some of them are more famous than others. Um, being um, kind of uh, famous people's kids, but um, being estranged from him. Oh, I've got um, to that bit yet. <laughs> just um, interesting kind of, you know, look at sort of what it's like to be part of a famous family when you're, when you're not really part of a famous family. Interesting. She uses social... clever plot devices, doesn't yes. she? So like Daisy Jones and the Six, which we loved, was all like, like interviews. interviews with this band from the 70s mm-hmm. done in the modern day. Mm-hmm. And then this one is all set on the day of a big celebrity party at one of the children's house. Yeah. And it goes back in time. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed it. It is very... I, I, I know you love a good kind of trash, trash yeah. book. Yeah. It's probably on the trashy end for me. Yeah. And that's not saying that I love literature or anything, but, you know, like I just I prefer different books maybe. But I, lo- I did love it and I couldn't stop reading it. Yeah. And I... Um, I mean, the, some of the people in it are just horrendous and some of the antics that people get up to are just like, oh, my God. But it's kind of rings true in that sort of... Because we've worked in celebrity magazines for years. Yeah. It sort of rings true in that way as well. well that's fun. I quite liked it. Yeah. I, I think it's well worth reading. Mm-hmm. If you are going to have a winter getaway... Mm-hmm. Perfect, read it by the fire. Perfect to read by the, by the fire or the spa. Right. Or, if you're in Europe, by, by the, the sea. By the pool. Or by the pool. By the med. Now, the other one you read is Snowflake yeah, by Louise Neal. Yeah, everyone's Neelan. reading everyone's it. Everyone's reading it. It's really good. Mm. So it's an Irish novel. She's Irish. It's about a young girl who goes to who's from the country in Ireland. Ireland. She's from the bogs. Mm. <laughs> and she gets to go to Trinity College in Dublin. Mm. Which is, a devi- again, a device that's used in many books, isn't it? Yeah. The well, girl from the country yeah, going goes, to Trinity. Yeah, goes to the yeah. big smoke. It was used in, not Maeve Binch, um, who's, yeah, Maeve Binch's book did it. Oh, yeah. Circle of Friends. Oh, yeah. And then Normal People. Oh, yeah. Did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very yeah. much like Normal People. Yeah. And she's got, her family are very kooky. Her mum is a kind of psychic mm. and sees dreams, which is very interesting. And then... Um, the the uh, her uncle is kind of psychic and he reads people and stuff like that and he lives mm. in a caravan and so he's sort of a bit of a traveller sort of type and it's about being out of place in a sort of in that environment mm. but it's also got this kind of weird otherworldly side to it where oh. she sees people's dreams as well oh. so it's interesting because you start reading it and you think that it's just another kind of coming of age yeah. Irish girl going to uni book and then it kind of injects this stuff into it which makes it far more than that I really enjoyed it really I enjoyed um, it. because you put it on the list I did a bit of research and then it, I clicked through to she won this writing competition about four years ago and I clicked through and read the piece that mm. she won the competition with. Mm. And it's just the most extraordinary piece of writing. Oh, really? And she would have been about 20. Yeah. And then the, then there was a bidding war because people were like, this talent is unbelievable. And it, I read sad. it and I just thought, how do you write like that? Yeah. How do you write? How do you be that good a writer? It She's does really my head in. Good. She's extraordinary. Yeah. It's, really, it's a lovely book and it is surprising. And in some ways, the bits that come out of nowhere could take you off guard and be a bit jarring. Yeah. But 
they it's just because it's then become so multi-leveled and yeah. so intricate it's actually really good i loved it okay highly recommend highly it. highly recommend well i watched a show on the apple tv Claire, yeah and it stars someone who um in the office today we spent a good seven minutes discussing how much we love her oh Rose Me? Byrne. Oh. No, not you. <laughs> Rose Byrne. Yeah. Um, isn't, she, isn't Rose Byrne marvellous? She's marvellous. Isn't, isn't she? Marvelous? She's just ethereal. I just beautiful. love her. She's yeah. beautiful. She's funny. She's smart. She's feisty. She's feisty. Goes out with Bobby Cannavale, who yeah. I love. Possibly married. No, I don't think they don't are think married. Don't no. um, Well, we do love him. And but we love him anyway. Yeah. And so she's in this new show called Physical. Yeah. I've only watched the first dip. There's only three up. Oh. There's only three at the moment. Okay, so I'm not that so behind. Coming out on a Friday. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was mm. it was quite unusual. It's not quite what confronting. I, confronting. It wasn't what I was expecting at all. So she plays um, a, a housewife in the eighties, and she's married to a ghastly man. And um, the first episode, which is what I've seen, is her. It's, it sort of talks a lot about her. Um, she's got an eating disorder. Yeah. Um, and it really sets up the eighties brilliantly as well. She lives in San Francisco, I think. Is it somewhere like that? One of those kind of cities. Yeah. She's on the coast. On the coast. Because she's got the surf break that she's... Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, and then at the end of episode one, it basically sets up that she... And also in the beginning of episode one, it sets up that she's going to be sort of a Jane Fonda type. Yes. Um, F- uh, aerobics person. Aerobics person. But there's also this thing where she talks to herself all the time. Yes. So her, and her inner monologue is very angry. Yeah. She really hates everyone, including herself. So there's yeah. a lot of self-hate... Yeah, it's quite full on. Yeah, like it's not first, fun or, or no. It's dark. I've but I watched the the three apps. Yeah, and and in a way you can't you get used to it, mm. and maybe it waters it down a little bit because you get used to it. Yeah, um, there's great music. Yeah, great fashion. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Um, and even the girl, there's a girl she gets obsessed with who she follows to the first aerobics class, and she's driving um, a Volkswagen Golf convertible, and like four of my friends had that car. Yeah, you know, yeah. it was like that was the car to have. But she's like very like there's a there's a overweight girl that she's really like she's really abusive to in yeah. her head and stuff like that. So it's quite confronting. Yeah, and because she calls herself fat, like it's quite. I reckon it'd be triggering for some people. Yes, but it's really it's a good show. Yes, Rosalind carries it really well. It's obviously going to take you on a journey though. Takes you on a journey. Yeah, and also it's funny because I wouldn't have thought that Rosebird would have an awful lot of rhythm, and I don't know that she still does have an awful lot right. of rhythm. I think she might have had to work really hard to do the dancing. To do the dancing. Well, that's good. Not saying she's a know she, It's good to know she's not all that. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you were to listen to some music or watch a TV show um, on your one of your devices, mm-hmm. do you ever wear your iPods, AirPods, <laughs> AirPods, Claire? I don't wear them if I'm watching... I would if I was watching them on my iPad. Yes, yes, I yes, do. Yes, because I don't have the AirPods. No. Um, because I object to paying 400 bucks for things that I know I'm going to lose. Mm-hmm. Well, we all know people who've lost them, don't we? Yeah, who mm. are they? Well, someone in there has lost oh. them. A friend of ours, have we they? should call her Leona. It's not her name. Leona. Who is it? Fiona. Oh, Fiona lost her <laughs> AirPods, did she? Yeah. Yeah, see, that would be me. But I'm sure you've talked about this before. There was a story in The Guardian about a man who swallowed one, fell asleep and swallowed, swallowed an one. AirPod. Oh, my God, Claire. Mm. It was terrifying, wasn't it? Look, I think it probably happens a lot more than people mm. but his, But they were worried because it got lodged yeah. in his esophagus. Yeah, he had a pain in his chest. Yeah. Right? So he had this little weird thing where he felt like something tight in his yeah. chest. 
Imagine that. Imagine going, oh, I've got this really weird paint, and yeah. then going, well, we don't know, it could be anything, and then doing an yeah. scan, a scan and seeing and a little air pod. And he thinks he sort of, he thinks he sucked it in, doesn't he, in his sleep, like... <laughs> <laughs> it must be like that. And then his air pod just went straight down. Mm-hmm. It could happen. I drop mine all the time on the bus. Yeah. I mean, I mine are usually lodged fairly well into my ears. Mm. That's the good thing about them is they, they, they do lodge in quite well. Well, I think I've got wrong-shaped ears because even with um, Apple normal headphones, mm. I can't get them in my ears pro- to wedge properly. Mm. So I think my ears are abnormal, Claire. Mm. I'm not saying yeah. a word. No, I noticed. <laughs> you haven't gone, no, they're fine. Of course your ears are fine. Well, they're not just, weird at all. I just think it's like, you can't, I think, I'm looking at them now. They look like normal ears to me. Right. You they're just lovely. think I don't know how to put headphones yeah, in. I do think that. Oh. I do think that. All right. Well, in that case, let's do a big question. Big question. You sent this through. Mm. So Susanna Constantine, who was <laughs> Trini, Trini and Susanna. And Susanna. She wasn't Trini. She was just Susanna. Yeah. Yeah. She's caused a right old kerfuffle. <sighs> she's really, she? she's really put the pigeons among the wolves the among cats, the pigeons, or whatever it whatever. is. Whatever. Um, so, what's the big question? Would you want me to ask yeah, you? Yeah, go on. Okay. The question is, Lisa, do you wear yeah. undies yeah. under your pajamas at night? Absolutely not. No. Unless Claire, and this is the only time I will talk about them because you've asked to talk about them so many times. Is if they're low, like Modi bodies. Or oh, something. so they're period undies. Yes. Sorry for the, saying the word period. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I wear period. If I've got my period, I yeah. will wear a pair of period yes. undies to bed under yes. my pajama bottoms. Yes. Correct. Uh, let's move that. I can't. I can't do, stop talking okay, about let's it now. Talk, let's stop. <laughs> draw a line under that. Okay. <laughs> draw a panty line under All that. All right. Should we say panty In line? In normal, normal circumstances, circumstances, no. Do you wear knickers under your? Pajamas, no. Or with your nighty. No. No. Madness. Bit of air up there, isn't it? Bit of air. But Susanna <laughs> Constantine, she does. She does always. It's so restrictive. And also, could have a bit of freedom, haven't but you? But also, I would have thought a little bit like not unhealthy is the wrong word, but unsanitary, or like just you know not giving your bits any sort just of. Just give it all a bit of air. air. Room to breathe. <laughs> room yeah. to breathe. Room to move. Like Ooh, have, have a break. break. <laughs> have a break. But I just feel like at night, you know, mm. what's going to happen? I, th- I think. Have you ever gone commando? Are you a commando girl? Well, like, are you back in the day? No. Never. No. You went out with no knickers on. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crossing my legs and it's really weird. I've got my hands between my legs and it's kind of weird. Like, oh, have, have, does that mean you have? I think I would have back in the day. I probably was a bit of a commando girl. Oh no! Because I mean, like yeah. you go on the escalator and the wind blows up. Oh, well, I wouldn't have worn a mini skirt. Oh, true. I suppose. Yeah. No, I don't. I'm not. I mean, I love a pant. I love a big granny pant. Yes. I'm very Bridget Jones' big granny yes. pant. I'm not a sexy undies kind of girl. No. My husband will attest. No. But I mean, there's no way a man would go to bed wearing his pants, his knickers, and then a pyjamas over the no. top. No. No man would ever do that. No. No. There's no need for it. No need but I do it. think if you've got your period, it's good to have the extra security. I just wanted to say it said that you, your face would fall in that manner, and it did. It was perfect. It really did. Soz. Gosh, let's move on. Okay. So there was a story this week that I sent you. I couldn't stop laughing, right? Yeah, it's the Nothing's best. made me laugh more. It hasn't. It was, I saw it on the Facebook and I think it was a... It was punky. Junkie or punky. Mm-hmm. What, are they the same thing, yeah. junkie and punky? They're the same company. And they had done this, they just take stories off Reddit the whole time, don't they? Mm. And it was a thread about petty reasons you have dumped 
a partner. Yeah. And the one that absolutely killed me was that he kept texting hello. <laughs> so it's baby talk. So texting of, baby talk. So instead of saying hello, yeah. H-E-W-W-O-W. This is like, ridiculous. Hello. 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 So she dumped him. Yeah, fair enough. I think fair enough. I think fair enough too. The one you liked was... Oh, pronouncing the J in jalapeno. Jalapeno. <laughs> I mean, you'd have to dump them, wouldn't you? Oh, my God, it's so funny. I once dumped someone because he used to say, when he was going to the toilet, <gasps> he'd say, I'm just going to the little boy's room. Oh, yeah, they, that's a, that's a criminal offence. Like, I was like, do you know what? We're done. <laughs> I was sort of thinking you, about our How future. did you, you know? I was thinking about our future together... And you know, could I marry this man? And or any any? And I was just like, no, no, absolutely no way. No, can I live with that? No, I dumped someone because we went to the pub to watch the rugby, and he was like, yeah, and I was like, I can't go out no. and makes that noise. No, I'm <laughs> not in a public arena. I'm sorry, I have my boundaries. Oh gosh, it's and also awful. when we were younger, I wonder what we've been dumped for. Oh god, oh, I can only oh, imagine. My god. For being perfect. Being an, too, yeah, too oh. perfect. <laughs> too too <great>. wonderful. <laughs> too all round awesome. For not wearing undies at night. Yeah. Um, for going commando. <laughs> um, I also once dumped someone because he was a real hand holder and um, I'm not a very touchy person to start with. Mm. But when he did hold, insist on holding your hand, it was like like a wet fish. Oh. And I was just like, oh. No. No. Yeah. It's funny, isn't it, how things that... Because you just know that you would have it would have driven you insane, insane the longer it went on, yeah. to the point where you would have gone, let go of my fucking hand! Yeah. And, then you'd look, and then you'd look like then you were you in the wrong. Look, you look like the bad one here. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I mean, if you want to share reasons you've dumped Please someone... Please do. Your I petty bet reasons. some of our um, listeners on, and yes. our people in the PDAs would have some amazing yes. stories. come to the PDAs. Which is our Facebook group. Sorry, come and join us. Come join us and tell us if you've got some champagne. Yeah. And if there is a lack of it in your oh, neighbourhood. Yes. Keep it we could do like an app. We could have we could create an app. Oh, like petrol sh- in your area, how yeah. much the cheapest. It could be where champagne. the champagne is. Champagne sure to do. The bubble o meter. Yes. <laughs> Something. It should be if I was writing a headline, it would be champagne. Oh yes. Mm. Yeah, that's why you get paid the big bucks. All right, see you next week, everybody. Okay, goodbye. Goodbye.